Are you an intellectual who likes to get a little ratchet sometimes? Can you have lunch with your corporate co-workers, but still get some respect in the hood? Welcome to the show for all the misunderstood women who exist somewhere between the boardroom and the trap house. We are Two Bees in the Trap. It's Britney, bitch. Welcome back to yet another episode of Two Bees in the Trap. What's going on, guys? We got a special guest with us today. Yes, we do. Um, my friend and soror, Channing Campbell. Hello, hello. Ski wee. No, man. No, no. Sit down. Oh, <laughs> oh we're not that. doing pearls and, and converse. We're not doing that. It's <laughs> no, on the whiskey. I'm fucking with the deltas. Um, so disrespectful. First of all, AKAs are not—they're not bottom of the barrel, but that's not who you are. But we didn't do nothing but leave. That's all we did. That's all we did. We just chose—you know—chose better. Ooh, that was rude. Not to digress. Well, we already got on the Zetas. Was it the Zetas? That was you, Britt. Oh. Oh, so I'm by myself. So you go, you, you gonna have beef. Yeah, you just you know, we'll just wait till the comments start coming in. I can in fight two people promo. by myself. I don't give ah. a fuck. Hi guys. So I'm out. You know how we just started off on such a. And you think I'm a <laughs> Nobody I thought I that. told you. <laughs> That's just one of them. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna hope she has a trunk to pop. Cause not sure if she can take all the. They coming. And they brothers, cause you know they got. Cause real they constitutionally brothers. bound. Yeah, they are bound. Really? Mm. Something of the sort. That's a bond that no one <laughs> can bring asunder. <laughs> okay, we we go. Because what we're talking about has absolutely nothing to do. Y'all, we love all Greeks in yes. real life. Shout out to All Greeks matter. Yeah, all they, Greeks they, matter. They After but, undergrad, uh, it's all love. We just happy to yeah, see somebody else we that's grown. got Greek letters on at that point. That's great. Yep. Um, but Shannon, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your business because you recently launched your, your business. And just to preface, guys, this episode is actually titled Booked and Busy. And we're going to just be talking about, you know, a little bit about our entrepreneurial ventures and experiences and whatnot. Um, but we wanted to bring Shannon on and feature her business um, and just kind of you know, talk about our, our different experiences. So, Shannon, tell us a little bit about your business and, and what you do. So, guys, the business is called NRAY, a bookkeeping boutique. There's a colon between the NRAY and the A. Um <laughs> My business is geared mostly toward um, our solopreneurs, and those, that, that means people that are, you know, one person, a one-person shop out here, and um, creatives, because what I have found is that a lot of people, especially in our community, don't know exactly what to do as it pertains to their finances. I see a lot of things where people have commingled their finances, their personal and their business finances, which is a big no-no. If you have a business, guys, please, 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 oh my God, please <laughs> separate your personal mm-hmm. and your business finances. Please, please. Yeah, it can be a um, It can be a nightmare, but at the end of the day, what it does for you is protects you 
as an individual and your business entity. Um, let's say for, you know, God forbid that you get audited and end up having to pay money. Um, if you're personal finances and your business finances are co-mingled, then come after anything that you personally own. Mm -hmm. um, your house, for instance. Right. I, I don't want y'all out here homeless. Right. That's unfortunate. I don't have money to give y'all when y'all on the street. Which is also why <laughs> it's, it's important for you to know the difference between an LLC and a sole proprietorship. Mm -hmm. Because that, that sole tax, proprietorship, yeah, yeah they can come after you. Is, and that tax liability is actually awful mm -hmm. so um as you're as you're forming your businesses guys please make sure that you are well versed or at least have somebody that you trust that is well versed in those tax structures those business structures those formation structures so that you can set yourself up for success from the jump um i can't tell you how many people that i've seen that i've literally had to comb through their personal and business receipts finances accounts and it can be a huge undertaking for those that aren't aren't built for that. And um, it, it can be a huge awakening for the client who doesn't really understand why these things are necessary. And so one of the things that I really strive to do as I'm um, building out a, a platform for my clients is to really educate them as well as to what needs to be done and why this needs to be done and that was one of my sole reasons for building out the business i've been doing bookkeeping um for for a while and i work in finance uh, my nine to five is uh as a financial analyst so i'm no stranger to numbers and trying to make sure that the numbers align with what we're exactly looking for um but as I was working with my, my clients, I really found that there is a lack of education and especially mm -hmm. in our community, mm -hmm. there's a real lack of education as it pertains to entrepreneurship and how that, how that come, how, what, what that entails as a, as it pertains to your finances. And so, um, last year I decided, okay, Shannon, instead of just doing bookkeeping and, and, deciding, oh, you're just going to be a contractor. No, let's organize yourself and let's really step out on faith and make this a real brand. And that's, that's where we are, guys. Yeah. So I want to ask you, what is your advice to people who are, you know, they want to venture out and start their own business, but they are afraid of leaving their nine to five. You know, what is your advice to people to kind of step out on faith or, you know, how to how to progressively establish your business um, and establish your brand until you are comfortable to like get out there on your own. Cause that is a big, big leap. Um, so how have you been navigating that? One of the things I've always told people is to do it afraid. Um, you you will never find a perfect time to, to do things like this. Um, they're, they're you will always figure out a reason to stop yourself mm -hmm. if you get into that that overthinking and over analytical yeah. mindset. There's no perfect time. There's no perfect time for it. And so um, I'll say for me personally, the pandemic really mm. gave me time mm -hmm. to sit with what I wanted for myself and what I wanted to um, do in the long run. I know at you know, I love my job. I love my job. Um, 
but I also don't want to work on making somebody else rich for the rest of my life. Correct. And yep. this is not to this is not to knock those that want to work in a corporate or or some type of setting in that nature because everybody's not built for entrepreneurship and I recognize that. Please understand that. Right. Please understand yeah. that. Don't don't just think everybody can be an yeah. entrepreneur and trying to get, get out established. I think that we're selling entrepreneurship as this glamorous lifestyle mm-hmm. and now if you work in the nine to five you lame as fuck because you just work for the man and that and no. No. There's benefits. There's pros and cons to everything, but like you said, there's insurance in a nine to five, guys. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> Make it work for you. For real. There are people who have successful businesses who still have nine to five jobs. Mm-hmm. They just don't talk about it all the time, you know. Um, so just don't get caught up in this hype of you know. If I'm not an entrepreneur, then I'm just I'm just lame and I ain't got nothing going on and I don't have ten different streams of income and all that kind of jazz like. You know, there, there's a there. lot more to it, and you want to do it right. You, you want to do it right. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to be out here and then, oh, I used to have a job, right? I mean, I used to have a business. I used to have this little brand or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and, you know. Then I had to let it fall to the wayside because right. I just didn't have what I needed for it to survive. Right, and a lot of times it's because I didn't have the education. I didn't have the knowledge, you know, like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier. That's the most important piece. You know, I think when you begin the entrepreneurial journey, there's – I know for me, a lot of it was just like reading, listening to podcasts. Oh my gosh, so many books. (laughs) A lot of TED Talks have been watched. Yes, yeah. A lot of TED Talks. And I asked a lot of people, Mm -hmm. um, and I was actually surprised, like... Sometimes I guess when you're in a corporate environment, you know, you're taught to be ashamed and you have to keep your business private, right? But I found so many other people that had businesses that I was mm-hmm. working with. And so being able to glean from other people's expertise yeah. and, and their experiences um, and what I should do. And I was just overwhelmed at just the mere process of doing the LLC and the articles and corporation and all this stuff that I made to be such a big deal that... Mm-hmm honestly wasn't like you can use rocket lawyer for some of this stuff it was not that it was not that serious um and i mean it was just a matter of me going down to fulton county city of atlanta you know to get my my license for my business it's very simple stuff um but we overwhelm our we sometimes we overwhelm ourselves so yeah tons of books yeah um youtube videos and for me just hearing other people, I'm not gonna lie, there were some dumb folks, and I was like, oh, well, listen, if you if you got the business, then listen, uh, the only these folks on Clubhouse get you caught up, and if you don't know what mm, a EIN is, we ain't got shit to talk we about. We don't have shit to talk about, and it's free, <laughs> y'all. Hold on, let me take my little <laughs> earphone out so I can stress this to y'all. An EIN number, your employee identification number is free. If y'all get on one of these websites and that shit go to talking about $200, baby, back <laughs> out, abort mission, please go the fuck away, hit the X in the top. Right hand corner of your screen. It's a scam. It's yep. a fraud. Yeah. It is free from irs.gov. Hello. But the important thing to know is that when they send it to you, make sure you save it expeditiously because Because you, you ain't getting it back. You're not yeah, getting another yeah, one. They only give you one shot. You only all I need it's is a one, one shot, shot deal. <laughs> and it's a PDS one shot. <laughs> It's a PDF. Save yeah. that thing. Yeah, put that on your desktop. Put it in your downloads. Sure. Put, it in, your put it in the cloud. Put it wherever Everywhere. you 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 millennials put your things now. <laughs> oh wait, we're millennials, aren't we? We are. Damn. Gen Z. Gen Zers. Gen Z. Okay, where you Gen Zs? Put your things. <laughs> put it there. 
yeah. in the cloud, download it to your phone. Yeah, don't, don't mess around with it. Don't go leave and don't fuck around with it. Do it expeditiously. Yeah, <laughs> it's out of the browser now. You just out here, just out here. And no, you gotta EIN. talk to the IRS, and that's that's a. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't want to talk to them. Never. Yeah. And that's not even a real governmental agency, but we're not going to talk yeah, about that. We won't go there. Them Reserve, but hey. We won't talk we about it. We won't talk <laughs> about it. Do your yeah. own research regarding that. <laughs> but I think that's true. Like that whole, what are we going to do about that allure um, of, of entrepreneurship and making sure yeah, that it's, people it's, understand what it means? It's not pretty, guys. Um, mm -hmm. Some dark days. Darkness. Darkness. <laughs> Everywhere. Darkness. Shoulda never gave you niggas a business. <laughs> but yeah, guys, it's it's definitely not not I cannot, I can't deal. It's not pretty at all. Um paperwork is by far the easiest part of it. Honestly. Yes. <laughs> and that was the that was the scariest thing for me. Uh, making sure that you're legally yeah. organized is actually the easiest part. But yeah. the we're not even talking doing like federal government no federal type filings. Stuff. Mm -mm. You know, yeah, if no, you want to go for the government contract, yeah, a there's a whole other portal you got to set up there. Yeah. Then you got to do federal proposals. Yeah. Now, shout out to Clubhouse writers. for that because there was a phenomenal room on federal, like securing federal contracts and contracting for the government giving out really great information. Actually, matter of fact, there was a soror who was on there who works. So like she, she's part of the office that helps like approve people who are applying for these different federal, mm -hmm. um, uh, like bidding for these different jobs and things like that. And she had her DMs open on Instagram. So I was like asking her questions on how to figure out what are, what's the best way to, like if I wanted, if I was interested in being like a, a subcontractor, which, you know, when you uh, contract for the federal government, they have like prime contracts and subcontracts. So if you're not ready to be a prime, which is like the primary, bigger companies typically will have that that prime. You can go in as a sub as like your small business or LLC and um, work with these bigger prime mm -hmm. contractors. To get experience. And, um, you know, they kind of just tell you what, what they're looking for, the types of things that you need to kind of have in, in order, the things that your, your business kind of needs to already be established in and maybe well-versed in to make you more appealing and attractive to, you know, be able to win some of those contracts and those bids and things like that. We're talking that, like so. millions of dollars. Yeah, millions yeah. of dollars. And that's, that's, a lot of those people in those rooms, that's all they really did, you know? And I mean, they have contracts for every, things you don't even really think about, you know? Like, I, I, I think I, can't I even, looked at some things a few weeks ago and I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Y'all got, y'all want shoestrings. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One lady was helping to Aglets. get like talent for the Super Bowl stuff like that like i was like wow they contract got like i didn't that. know that that was very like you know so it, i mean it's it's a very vast and expansive array yeah. of things that they might be looking for at any given time but you just have to know where to look where and, to look when to yeah. look mm -hmm. when yep. it's a big deal and a lot of it is relationships a lot of them talked about building relationships with local uh you know representatives and like politicians in their area and that's how they found out a, a lot of times about upcoming you know, opportunities and stuff on them, what to bid on. So I thought that was, you know, once again, it goes back to that who you know thing. Hey, Stacy, holla at me. <laughs> right. <laughs> what you need. We got bookkeeping, writing, editing, branding, advertising. Need some jewelry? <laughs> we got you too, girl. Okay, yeah, jewelry, <laughs> herbal-based products, what you need. Stacey we Abrams got it. modeling waist beads? Maybe the bracelet. Maybe the bracelet. <laughs> we can definitely go with some bracelets. But definitely really, some bracelets. Say, huh? 
Stacy might like to have a little sensual waist situation. Sensual seduction. <laughs> we can definitely edit that out. Guys. We love Stacy. <laughs> we this is no disrespect. I wasn't even trying to be shady. No. I know you make waist beats. We do. And anklets. We don't know what's up on those. Okay. Well, maybe Stacey Abrams wants some pants anklets. Suits. We don't know. Some pantsuits. We don't know what's up. What she, you know what I'm saying? Can she you make pantsuits? Do you make No, I'm saying oh we don't my know God. what's under there. Huh? I'm we don't know oh, you what's don't under know. there. You think she, might you think have she a has situation. her waist she beat might have under her, body under her three piece She might have the, the joint mm. with the necklace that goes down to <laughs> This has taken a very dark turn. <laughs> we don't know her personal life. Just saying. I'm going to just end it by saying, Stacy, holla at me. If you know somebody that needs some bookkeeping services, We love Stacy. You you single handedly put the put the state on your back, girl. You did. We here for it. It's like the episode of uh, Billions. Put it all on your back, Stacy. <laughs> I am weakened. <laughs> we are not laughing at Stacy Abrams because no. here at this podcast, we love we all love black women, but most specifically black women. Stacey yeah, we Abrams. love Stacy. Most black women, because I we, can't get with Candace, but that's another story. For Candace me. Owens. Candace Owens. It's another story. She for doesn't count. Day. She doesnn't. So Stacy Dash, Stacy. No, we don't want any any Stacy Dashes of the world. We I take ninety five Stacy Dash, Stacey and, Dash. And, and Candace Owens. Clueless Stacy Dash. Mm-hmm. Will Smith Stacy Dash. Mm-hmm. Oh. Cameo on uh, ninety five Stacy. Yeah, you're right. First print throwing up the rock Stacy Dash. Yeah. When I was like, what Dana's was that, my what cousin, was, I claimed What was that Wayne's Brothers that. movie she was in? Wayne's Brothers? Yeah, she was in Wayne's Brothers really? movie. Mm-hmm. Mm, missed it. I don't know. Not a fan mm-hmm. of them, really, honestly. You don't like the Wayne's Brothers? Not really. No. I like Keenan. Have Kenan. you seen Low Down, Dirty Shame? I said I like Keenan. Okay. Mm, yeah. You like that movie? <laughs> yeah, I okay. like Keenan. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. I kind of have to grow into liking the different Waynes for different things, but you know, I yeah. like Damon sometimes. Depends. Damon. They don't get enough respect, I don't think. They definitely don't for moving the culture yeah. forward. They don't. Yeah. They don't. They they were goats of their time for sure. Yeah. Cuz in Living Color was Who else was going to do don't be you a know what? in the hood? That's while, a perfect example. Keenan Ivory Waynes, he made his own way. He did. He did. You know, and then made a way for all fifteen of his siblings. Cause it's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. It's a lot. And they all man. look alike. It's they a, do. It's Even very creepy. Kim. Yeah. It's really creepy, actually. Yeah, it is. Copy paste. But I mean, literally, like that's that's entrepreneurship. It, was, it is. Literally, like, In the, within they, the business. There that's was so no hard. nepotism. Yeah. You know, none he, of that. Keen and Ivory they all had to get it out the mud. He yep. literally put his family <laughs> on his back. Yeah. He did. This is true. He did. And and paved the way for a lot of these comedians yeah. that we know now, like Jim I mean, Carrey. Yeah, Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Yes. How often do you have a black man making a way for a white man? Maybe Not the Max, Jim though. K. We just talked about that. Why these white men felt yeah. empowered? Well, that's that's true. I don't know how much more empowered they could feel, but but even Jim Carrey says that he does. He he, he, he doesn't he, he, he doesn't always, shy away from not. where he and I from, respect from him for that. Saying where he got his start. That's true. And he J-Lo reminds does. Well, when, when, when all them other white men didn't give him a chance, J Lo J Lo does. What J Lo did what? J Lo was a fly like girl. She, yeah. Oh yeah, she was, but she a weak ass fly that, girl at that. Exactly. That's that's that was Jenny from the block is dead. Okay. 
killed Jenny her. from the block was dead when she said nigga <laughs> and thought it oh, was cool. Oh, that's right. She did try to snap. I forgot about that. Thought she had thought a, she had some with Ja Rule and said nigga, girl, mm-hmm. you Hispanic. When she girl. got arrested, it was it was done. Yeah. Yeah, she And, and I think that done. Ja Rule never really got over it. That's why he ended up getting caught up with that fire festival. <laughs> Running away from me. Oh yeah. my god. But that's on the sandwiches at Fire Festival. Those fucking kids are there like, I didn't pay for that. I am. I didn't pay for this sandwich. I think when bad shit happens to me, I'll be in the crib like, oh my god, this is terrible. Cause somebody please find y'all rule, get hold of this motherfucker so I can make sense of all this. Where is job? Add me Ja Rule. Through and through. <laughs> How, that, that man should be ashamed I, of I himself. Entrepreneurship gone wrong. People at fire festival. You did what? I didn't feel bad for none of well, them. Well, I kind of didn't either. <laughs> you didn't really see too many of us there, did you? How many of us did you see there? That's a fact. That's why I didn't feel bad. Right? Yeah. Wasn't broccoli fest. We were not finna be. It was too much. It was, it was too much that could go awry. Right. Just in the process of and it getting it. Right. You know? And, and they should have known when they showed up and them buses was there. Like, <laughs> y'all should abort mission. They couldn't get flames out. They was yeah. hurt. And then y'all still hurt. wanted to go to the island. Yeah, let's do it a party. <laughs> <laughs> no niggas, no niggas was asking about. Let's hear what Ja Rule has to say now. <laughs> Zero fucks given. We don't yeah, and oh boy, when he's still scamming on the low, ja like, uh uh-uh, the the white guy, the white guy that he he still got caught up. I think in another scam. He's like, trying to be an entrepreneur. Guy. Stop him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what we mean when it's not for everybody. You gotta know and when. You gotta have when to hold them and when to fold them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. And I think you know, and that's, that brings me to another good point though, because I've seen a lot of people, like for instance, that episode of Girlfriends where Joan opened up that that restaurant, and when it became like a sports bar, she's like, "No, I wanted this, you know, old Madrid and wine and elevated conversations." Girl, read the room. Read the room. Look at your business. You could have had a vision for what you wanted it to be, but I think that all good, smart entrepreneurs, when they see the business becoming something else, they know, when, know to when to pivot. pivot. You know, once you make enough money, if you want to have some shit and you know and you ain't going to have no customers coming and patronizing, but you just want to have it open just because you want to, that's what you want, do that. But before you, when you haven't made enough money to get to that point yet, chill out. And just, like you said, read the room, look at what's actually happening, pivot when you need to, and so, so that you can continue to grow and scale so that you can, you know, build out other businesses after that. Have this one be successful. Don't. Let your ego on your pride because it didn't become what you thought it should have been. Being myopically focused on that, that yeah. one thing. Yeah. What Girl, if Amazon had done that when all they wanted books. to be was a bookstore? Y'all wouldn't have pride. <laughs> I saw, <laughs> no, I saw the, the little office that Amazon started out in. Wasn't they in their garage? Yeah. Yeah. Really I feel like I, oh, shit. now they need the movie because, because fuck yeah. Zuckerberg. I want to see that Jeff Bezos movie. Yeah, it that was something that I heard that Mark Zuckerberg didn't create Facebook. He didn't. He stole, he stole it. the idea from Not one of his, his front. They used him as a front. There's a whole business 
and they use Mark Zuckerberg as the front. Like I, I don't know, something with MIT, some type of. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like, this is this is like LSA conspiracy alley type stuff, guys. Yeah, it was it was basically like he's just a, he's the front guy, but there's like a, a, a like these these researchers, scientists, and they basically are using AI and research to this. This was their plan to, mm. you know, basically start controlling populations, um, how okay. we think, how we communicate, like all of that stuff. And so they knew that it wouldn't go viral, like from like an old, you know, like old head, older people. Yeah. Mm. So they needed somebody like him, but he he doesn't know anything about computers. You can tell he seems like a pretty vapid person. Actually, Mark Zuckerberg terrifies me. Uh, anytime I watch a, a interview or something with him. I'm like, is this guy even a human? Like, he I don't think like so. Some kind of a he weird cyborg situation. Yeah, yeah, He's very. Yeah. He, he creeps me he out. Might be a clone. Yeah, He's some an clone. Android. Might be an android. Be. Something. And like I said, you know, uh, a lot of these companies, like uh, Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. You know, I said a long time ago that they need to be considered like media companies. Like they look, they really should be looked at no differently than a CNN or MSNBC or something like that. That is very true. Um, because but because they're tech, their from there. and we're about tech, and we're making the world a better. Yeah, my mom says all the time, like Facebook was the newspaper. <laughs> you know, but like we're tech, and we're making the world a better place, and we're all we're the good guys. Like you know, so what happened with Cambridge Analytica? <laughs> That was just the one that we found out about. Mm. You know what I mean? You got groups that are hidden in the in the folds, like Tavistock and, and stuff like that, that people really don't even know about. But, you know, I just feel like it's very interesting that we won't look at them for what they are actually become, like what they've actually become. We want to still try to look at them like these little harmless tech companies when Correct. they wield a lot of power, a Correct. lot of fucking power. Correct. Um, and they dictate a lot of how people get their information and their their news now. And but I mean, even let's 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 you know explore how he how he made that into a, a whole empire. Though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah he said I'm gonna buy this and I'm gonna suck up Instagram and I'm mm-hmm. gonna suck up WhatsApp and mm-hmm. you know for my good space. measure let's go yeah. grab MySpace. What and happened buy. to Tom? Tom's gone. Yeah, where is Tom, where is man? Tom? I like Tom. Tom. He still got on his He's white probably shirt. doing well. I think he sold he sold MySpace <laughs> for like uncle, a shitload of money, didn't he? No, I think he just sold MySpace for like a like hella money back in the day. Like I like I forget. I feel like I looked that that up like a while ago, but I wanna say that he's doing well. Like he ain't gotta work a day in his life. I mean I wouldn't that was our first yeah. our first coding. Give me ten thousand, yeah. I won't work another day in my life. MySpace sure. was acquired by News Corporation in July two thousand five for five hundred and eighty million dollars. It was five. Whoa. I remember that five. Yeah. So he's good. Tom is good. Oh wow. Tom could go buy an island. A small island. Yeah. And, and live fine. there. Funny though, news corporation. MySpace is marketed as a music platform, right? Now. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So that this thing has been going on for a while with these tech companies kind of turning into so-called news outlets, but real journalism as we know it is pretty much dead anyways. Like it's it's We're now way back out. in the age of yellow journalism. Mm. And how, what what do they how do they define yellow journalism? Yellow journalism is essentially where you are not basing your rhetoric on fact. It's mm. opinion based. It's like mm. op ed, okay. but it's it's you know kind of like fake Scary. news. Yeah, this is this is that's yellow journalism. Mm. Wow. 
Yeah, Shutter to fake use news. fake news and I mean yeah, because if you go to we, we, well, we, well, we have the power though to to give ourselves the news. We right. can yeah, see we, what's happening around ourselves. Us, but because people are so inundated with their so-called lives, we don't like to think for ourselves. No, a lot of people don't yeah, tell like us to what think to think. Themselves. Tell us what yes. we like. Yeah, tell us what to buy. Tell us what to eat. Yeah, and then I mean, the the fact is that people are are um, only getting news from a few sources, those right. sources that mm-hmm. they they follow. They're only comfortable in the environments in which they already, um, the spaces that they already fulfill. Mm-hmm. They don't want to fulfill any other spaces. Hmm. Now, this is very interesting. Hmm. This Operation Paperclip business. That's where they brought Nazi scientists, mm. right? That's where they, See, I think they had them, uh, NASA. Okay. They brought them in places like NASA. Um, I know for sure. So this Boy. sounds like the other arm of what Tavistock, because Tavistock focuses on psychology, sociology, marketing, advertising, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So Operation Paperclip is more so on the side of like government, uh, Intent. I guess these, these organizations that your know, joint intelligence communities. Wow. Huh. That's interesting. But they did that all over the world, too. They took a lot of German people from Nazi regimes, and instead of charging them with war crimes, they sent them other places to advance technology. Mm. Feeding. So is that kind of almost like now when they talk about, because they actually had, I remember at one of the companies that I worked at, they had the global VP, um, I think, was she the global VP of marketing? Come talk to us. She was from Facebook. And she told us how they have these AI machines and that they're literally just feeding them all day. Mm. Just feeding them with mm. like data, whatever. Um, and she also told us about like just the environment of working there. Like there's no roof at Facebook, they have the Sun Microsystems sign on the opposite side of the Facebook sign so that people see that every day when they leave just to remind them that, hey, if you don't stay on top of your shit, you could end up just like Sun Microsystems, which was like one of the big tech companies back in the day that went under. Um, (laughs) Just a reminder. (laughs) We could be next. (laughs) You want to go home early? Like the sign is like overgrown and like all like it's still in the same state that it was left in back in like, I don't know, the 80s or whatever. Right. You know, weird psychological shit like that. So, um, yeah, but people are still killing themselves to go and work for companies like that. So, I don't know. You start your own startup. How well, many startups are, are in Silicon Valley? Exactly. Like, well, that's God. the goal, right? Like, in, I was in a clubhouse room. I think me and you were both in that room, oh, Shannon, okay. where the guy from, like, was he? he? He went to, like, Stanford and Berkeley and a couple of, like, he went to, like, two or three different Ivy Leagues. And he mm-hmm. was like, it's not even, look, it's not even really, like, the thing to graduate. Like, the thing is to drop out and start your and startup. Like, oh, wow. people will give you money. People will come and give you, like, 100K to start a startup. Like, hey, you don't need to graduate. Like, come out here and start your business, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know, and but I'd they like can still see say- a lot more black tech people doing that. I, yeah. not not dropping out of school. Um, well, see, that's the thing. I'm get your degree, people. How many? What? Get your degree. Just, oh just yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, yeah, get, yeah still get your degree. I think that white people, white students 
have the more of a liberty to do that because they can always say I went to Yale, I went to Stanford, or I went to Berkeley, or what have right. they Bill don't Gates. have to have. And they don't have to have a piece of paper. There. Right. Bill Gates, Steve Jobs. Oh, look Jobs. at how smart that guy is. Yeah, that's the thing to go and drop out. That's mm-hmm. the thing. You know, they can afford to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're probably also coming from a family where they've already had people that have graduated from these institutions and they've already set them up for success. So they didn't really need the piece of paper anymore. Bill Gates' dad was wealthy. Yeah. So right. What does it matter that he dropped out? Bill Gates is another guy that creeps me out. Yeah. He creeps me out, man. Yeah. Sorry, Bill. Yeah. You look like Stranger Danger. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you um, propelling yeah. Microsoft. Oh, I don't, I don't care nothing sure. about Give it. Give us these products, you know, whatever. Did you see, you yeah. see where we are? Yeah, but y'all see your We where the apple resides. But y'all see your dead. Hmm? But y'all see your dad. Yeah, <laughs> about that. They had to get him out of here. Steve it was, was so powerful. Steve, Steve was too said, real for him. They, they, they had to kill Steve. Yeah, yeah Steve had to yeah. go. Yeah, I miss his turtlenecks. I do. I do. There will never be another too, turtleneck. I didn't see one. it. It was good. It was good. Movie. See, was. If you, so if you are looking like, don't think that you need to read That's like a Jeff book on movie. being an entrepreneur. Read those biographies. Yeah. I'm gonna get my That's hands on at. that Steve Jobs book downstairs. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a wrap. Take it out the. Uh, it's a wrap. You said you did like one of those Myers Briggs, and they said you were. Yeah, you were Steve my, Jobs. my personality so you're, types is close to a Steve. Can Jobs. you see a black woman being like Steve Jobs? She's a fucking monster. Yeah, Could it scares we, me in this day and age. It doesn't scare me. But it's funny because I know, and I talk to my friend Erica about this a lot of times. We talk about different technologies and apps and things like that. And I'm literally sometimes when I'm at home by myself, I'll look at things and I'm like, "Hey, they should fix this. This user interface or what whatnot should be this." I don't always know all the technical jargon, but I'm like. If I were if I were at these companies, I'd be like, "What needs to happen to fix this shit? Fix it. It's not right." Yeah, but you'd be like the Wizard of Oz. Like you'd be like controlling everything from behind the curtain. No one would ever see you though. But you'd be calling <laughs> chaos, causing chaos. Yes, and hell I am the, the task manager. Yeah. I could get to like give yeah. me the agile group. Give me make me the the Lord over standups every day, <laughs> and I could tell you if you don't come here with the shit that I need, and if you say, "Hey." Um, I don't have a fix for this, but I, okay, well, come back tomorrow <laughs> when, when you fixed. have actually done what you need to do and you have a and possible tested. solution and that we can actually work with that and move forward. Code it and test it and show it to me. Yeah. Otherwise you're wasting my time. <laughs> Get out what my What are we going to do with your, with your, 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 you know, go to your Google pod, your ramblings, you know, <laughs> we don't need those. We need solutions. <laughs> we don't need development. We need solutions. And I kind of learned that when I was trying to build my own app back in the day, and I was working with like this Indian developer, which you mm. know, I'm sure many entrepreneurs probably can feel my pain on that. Um, <laughs> not that there was anything wrong with Harry. Harry was great. He His was very nice. Was not Harry. He told me about the Indian beer that he was drinking. It was it was awesome. I, you know, <laughs> talked about possibly going out there pre-COVID and things. But it was very you difficult. You were gonna go hang out with Harry. I would have hung out with Harry. I mean, I'm pretty sure he had a family or whatever. But it was business, right? I don't mean you hang out with Harry. You don't even know him. I mean, he was he was the one offering, you know, like come and hang out. You were trying to get flued out, Brittany. If you were trying to get flued out, just say that. It would have been with my own money. Like he was... Oh, that's not flued out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have been going out there. I, I'm paying him. Like, how is he gonna fly me out anyway? <laughs> Flew out your own money. 
Um, wow. Yeah, wow. like the things I was asking for. <laughs> He's in love with you. <laughs> he was getting worked on in his house, presumably from what I was paying him. Because I don't know. I don't he was know. in India. He was in India. Man. He answered the call while he was driving one time, and it sounded quite the exchange rate. He. It was pretty significant. I looked it up, Damn. and I was like, "Wow, yeah, he could." You were feeding a small village, things. literally. Yeah, because what are the what, what's the the currency there? I forget. Rupees. Uh, rupees. Yeah, we could run it up in India. <laughs> run it up. Wear all dollar. the fancy uh, smocks. What are they call them dollies or the garb. I'm just gonna call oh, it the garb. Indian garb. Yes, we don't want to be disrespectful. Um, maybe could have learned some Gujarati. You know. I, I only know Tamil. Tamil, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I know English. Shout out to MIA. In Hindu. Oh, I do know some of that. Yeah. Did you yeah. watch the MIA documentary? I did not. Because it's, it's, really it's not 2008. So. <sighs> I find like my mind. <laughs> That's all I got. There will not be MIA slander <laughs> on this podcast. Although I did hear that she don't really fuck with us like that. That's yeah, what I, I heard. heard. I heard that. Yeah, but you will take our dollar. Yep, mm. I'm good. I've never been to it. Is we will give it to you. Right. Ooh. We'll see. Once again, but we won't spend it in our own community. Nope. We won't spend it with people that we know that have businesses that do good work. But then again, we know that unfortunately there are a lot of us who have businesses who don't do good work. They take people's money. They're lazy. They drag their feet. That's right. They don't They're complete their tasks. They're the work. Yep. They don't have good customer service. You walk in there and there ain't nobody saying, hey, we'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> well, it don't take nothing to do that. Come on, guys. Okay, like, so, but why do we, let's, let's explore that. Why do we think that is? I think a lot of times we're very comfortable. We get very comfortable with each other. Mm. You know? Whereas... Ooh, white we jump into massa mode yeah. for white people. So it's the homeboy effect? I think so. Like on um, so. uh, black, my rainy's black bottom, he's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he gets a shuffle in his feet. <laughs> or home them, we, we're, we're not gender specific. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're off the rails. <laughs> um, but I've got songs for days. We do. So, so we think the the homeboy effect is the reason why people our our people don't patron our businesses. Well, is is that the sole reason? I was, I think it's the reason why we don't give the same level of effort. You know, like we should be wanting to overdo it when it comes to serving our own people. Like Absolutely. I, that, that's where I'm at. Absolutely. With it. But a lot of times we'll say, "Oh, it's so and so. Oh, that's my home girl. Or that's yep. whoever." So she'll let me be all right if I'm a day late. Or yeah, let me get a let me get a discount. They want to undercut you, and yep. you know. And and we talked about this in the clubhouse room mm-hmm. uh, some months back, where it was like people want if they want to haggle with you about the prices that you've set. Those are not your customers. Okay, don't deal with that because. You're gonna run. You're gonna. It's gonna be a headache dealing with that person because all they're already telling you they don't value the work that you do at the price that you mm-hmm. set for yourself. So don't waste your time. You're wasting your time. I'm telling you, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a nightmare. So don't get into the habit of I gotta say yes because I need the business. I need clients. Da 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 da. You know, when you're starting out, you do kind of feel like that, mm-hmm. but. Eventually, you're going to find somebody who wants to pay you what you're worth, and then you're going to actually feel good about the work that you're doing. You're going to want to deliver. You're going to want to do what you're supposed to do because you're getting paid what you what you know you're worth. That's very true. When you're being underpaid for something, you're going to drag your feet. And you're not, not going to give your 10. best effort. No, you're not. Mm-mm. 
and it's just going to be a, a lose-lose situation. And yeah, you might have made a little bit of money, but was it really worth it? Do you have the work that you want to show that's going to help you get more work at the end of it? That's Probably right. not. That's right. You know, word of mouth too. What was the experience like? Because you know, starting out, especially when you're a solopreneur, like you were talking about earlier, Channing, like so much of what the work that you get in the beginning is by word of mouth. Somebody mm -hmm. else work with you. They love the experience. They're telling other people that they know that that's might right. need your services about you. So that's invaluable. That's right. You know. Yeah, even in a, a digital age like what we live in. Word of mouth, even though we have social media mm -hmm. where you can market yourself, you have your websites, you have networking events, you have all kinds of things. Word of mouth is, is always going to be the most preferred yep. um, method in yep. terms of, you know, growing your business yeah. and establishing your brand and your reputation, yeah. your reputation. Yeah. And trust, gaining, you know, building trust with people in your brand and what mm -hmm. you can do and what you can deliver. Mm -hmm. um, people want to hear it from other people that, through That's their right. own experiences. You know, because I've, you know, looked at people's stuff and been like, wow, they look at, they all got it together. Look at this website. Look at this social media page. Like, wow. And then you actually reach out and try to work with them, and it's a hot mess. It's mm -hmm. a hot mess. They're, you know, they're not responsive. They're all over the place. They're not organized. Like, you're like, well, well what, what? I feel like I've been duped <laughs> yeah. here. Like, I don't want to work with this person. Like, all your, your, your marketing and promo might be really shiny and nice and cool, but the, the product that I'm getting is subpar at best <laughs> yeah so don't don't do that and and you know especially with a lot of the stuff that i feel like we do as black especially as black women entrepreneurs like you know word travels fast and people are a lot quicker to spread bad news about you yes, than they, they are, are good news you literally took the thought out of my head <laughs> that like, is true yeah knew that bad news spreads travels. Like wildfire. Yep, it does travels and it's hard to kind of read you know it's it's you can't pay to get people to put your good name back out there. So, you know, your name take is it good seriously. to begin with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is it that Warren Buffett, it was, I think it's Warren Buffett. Mm -hmm. He Love said that, that it, yeah, he says that it takes, you know, 20 years or it takes years to build your reputation and takes 15 minutes mm, to destroy, to destroy it. it. Absolutely. So that's, that's something powerful. And when you are a entrepreneur, this is not to, to instill fear in you, but you know, when you have your, when you're working for other people, if you get fired, okay, go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But when this is your business, yeah, your name is all you have. Yep. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it really requires you to be very serious and very dedicated yeah. um, to your work yeah. and, and to I your think, customers. I think things like time management, mm -hmm. you know, of course, keeping your, your stuff organized, like Channing was saying, keeping your business and your personal stuff as separate as possible. Cause speaking from experience, me, I did not do that in the beginning. And like, I had my CPA having to run through my personal accounts oh, and like parse stuff out. Yeah, I know. Um, but it was because I was a 1099 contractor and I was being paid like, you know, like I would as if I was W-2, but I just didn't have taxes coming out. But I was still living like I wasn't necessarily running my business based off this one contract. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it kind of took me some, a while to understand. I finally did open up my business account, but, you know. I, I learned now, so I only had like a couple, you know, not even a full two years of me doing that. But now I'm like, okay, I understand the importance of keeping things separate from my records and just making my life simpler. <laughs> and that that brings me to a, a point, um, guys. Please set aside money for your tax taxes. Filing. Yes, yeah. Because 
I hate for you to get duped and gooped. Yeah, you're living good. Winter is coming. <laughs> now, no uh, do you recommend people filing quarterly or just filing mm. once a year? Um, it really just depends on the structure of your business. Um, if if you feel the need to file quarterly, if that works well with with how your finances, um, how the finances of your business are set up, file quarterly. If it works better for you to try to get all of it together at the end of the year and pass it on to your CPA, then do what works for you. Mm-hmm. And and I want people to stop getting caught up in what these. Hmm. gurus Mm. I shudder to use the word Um, these gurus tell you as as to what to do with your business now don't get me wrong there is some good information out there however that that information a lot of times is free if you just do your own research and and do your own due diligence to see what works for you I, I hate I hate I hate to see these these young women um, buying into these these conferences or or these these mm. these self help mm-hmm. days with these other self proclaimed um, entrepreneurs, more than you have. right? <laughs> um, end up paying a thousand dollars for information that you could have gotten off the internet for free, yeah. and ninety percent of the time these women that y'all are looking up to had drug dealer boyfriends that mm. financed their businesses. Mm. Um, and here y'all are taking your advice and paying them thousands upon thousands of dollars um, to tell you things that you could have found in on 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 the internet for free. Google yeah. is a free search, baby. And that's the same thing. And they the use. internet is free at Starbucks. All you have to do is go sit there. Um <laughs> You don't even have to buy anything now. You they don't. just let you sit there all day. Yeah. So and to, to really drive home how sick some of these people are, I remember Britt, you were on a clubhouse room one time where this guy literally was talking about quitting his job. He said he just sent his resignation letter, and they were trying to convince other people to quit their jobs. But now on get this, this clubhouse, huh? They were telling people on that clubhouse yeah, to call to, their to, jobs right then to do the quit. same. But guess what? The guy who has said that he had just quit his job, he was trying to be an entrepreneurial recruiter. <laughs> So it's like, hey, y'all all go quit your job so I have a whole database of new clients so I can help y'all find another job because you're going to realize. <laughs> Sick. Sick. And nobody's you know. catching on. And, and you know, no, that, actually, and then somebody said on Twitter, I saw too that this guy was talking about, it was like supposed to be like a millionaire room where they're talking about, you know, how to be a millionaire and, you know, millionaire mindset type stuff. And the guy asked if anybody in the room was a millionaire and they kicked him out the room. <laughs> Chances are nobody was a million. Exactly. So just, you know, be careful and don't take advice from any and everybody just because they out here. Because they out here trying to cut, run it up too. Yeah, vet your advice and filter of you. your advice. Yeah. Everything, the things that work for one person will not work That's for the right. next. That's right. And um, don't quit your nine to five if you're not ready. Right. Because. Make it work. It, it's, it's hard out here for a pimp sometimes. <laughs> um, I, I. Personally, still have a nine to five. I work my mm-hmm. I work my day job, and then in my um, I, I take time. Yeah, make time. Make time to work on my clients' um, things, and I also try to build in time for rest because, contrary to popular belief, sleep is not for suckers. You need sleep. 
You need mm-hmm. to rest. You need mm-hmm. to rejuvenate. You need to relax because yep. to go, 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 and go will have you burnt out. Be like me. And what you will end up doing is resenting the fact that you own a business. Be stricken. Uh, <laughs> lay it out. Gotta lay that body stricken. down. You gotta lay that body down, bro. <laughs> lay that body down, like my dad would say. I'm sorry, dad. Neither here nor All there. Right. But yeah, guys, you you definitely have to get rest, um, and you definitely have to filter your advice. Um, there, there's there's a lot of things out there that will have you um, befuddled. Mm. Mm, it's a good one. Shannon got <laughs> the words. Yeah, by Brittany's the, the wordsmith. No, I'm Ch- not. Channing got the words on the low. Oh, I guess y'all don't know which Brittany I'm talking about, huh? Brittany W. Stewart. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of things out here that that will have you out here looking like the Mr. Krabs meme. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I want I want you guys to realize that while entrepreneurship is absolutely not one of the prettiest things that you'll ever do, it's definitely one of the things that can be uh, very meaningful. Yeah. And definitely worth it if done um, properly and in order. Yeah. Um, with intention. With intention. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure how many of you guys are religious out there, but pray over your business. Pray mm-hmm. over yourself. Um, there, yeah. there are, there, there's power in the tongue, regardless yeah. of, you know, what your, what your higher belief is. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's manifestation and power in your yeah. tongue. So it, yeah. make sure you, make sure you, Manifest that over your business. And us being black people, you know, a lot of us don't always have other people in the family that have successful businesses that they've been running for 20, 30 years to go to and ask for advice and things like that. So, you know, wherever you can. Don't be deterred by people who are non-believers yeah. and non-seers right. and non-doers. Yeah, they can't really tell you because they don't mm-hmm. know. They, ain't been they don't know. It. You know, they're just going to tell you what they think and maybe could possibly, I don't know how, uh, but they can't see your vision. Nobody has your vision but you. Mm-hmm. So just stay in that. Stay stay in faith. Stay encouraged. And just know there are, there are going to be days where you don't have answers. It's going to be real dark. You're going to feel real lonely. But, you know, just stick with it if it's something that you really believe in. And it'll get better. There's definitely time. light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. For sure. And don't jump out there. Don't jump out there half-assed, y'all. Mm-hmm. I have seen a lot of businesses... Um, not really come to fruition because they they were they were focused on the social media part or they were focused on let me make sure I get my website done let me make sure I do this but there's 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 beauty in having a holistic brand that you can put forth at one time um and lean on people that that you don't if you don't have the knowledge lean on people that do i i am super proud to say that my um my entire brand was built by by black people or, or at least black adjacent um my website was built by one of my my blazing friends out in canada mm-hmm. um my logo was built by um my black friend um yeah. who who um I don't want to say where she resides. That's she has a skincare line. Your friend in Canada too. That's yeah, skin at eleven. It's skin dope. at eleven. It's dope. I have dope. a couple of items. We'll, we'll link to that. For yeah, you um, my uh, friend Amanda Jones uh, built my logo at Dear Darling Marketing. Um, my uh, bomb photographer 
Uh, his name is Blair Devereaux. He did all my pictures. Um, Blair Devereaux. Yeah, he's he's dope. He reminds me of Blanche Devereaux. It's probably a play on that because I won't say what his real name is, but that's his <laughs> photography name. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but he was dope, and and you know I I was able to lean on these these super dope black people to help me with things that. I didn't necessarily know how to do or better yet didn't want to do because yeah. it's th- there's power in delegation people you can't do it all yourself mm-hmm. um, when whenever you get to a point where you're ready to to kind of branch out and the the I don't want to call them menial tasks but maybe the more repetitive tasks delegate those tasks yes oh no one to delegate I'm telling mm-hmm. you I feel like a lot of people do themselves a disservice when they become entrepreneurs because they're trying to do everything themselves mm-hmm. forever and ever. Once you start making enough money, and that's a, another good benefit to having a nine to five. It gives you more of that disposable income to be able to do that and be able to kind of get things done more efficiently. Um, but learning how to delegate tasks and knowing when to kind of let go of certain responsibilities. If it's not your niche, you know, if you know you don't like doing social media, don't be wasting all your time trying to get the social media together, you know, for your, your business. Or if you know you don't like doing, I don't know, the... Your finances. Yeah, your finances. Plug. Yeah, just don't waste your time. It's, it's eating away at time that could be spent doing better things that are going to actually benefit you and the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Shannon, we want to thank you for joining us today. Yes. Um, we really appreciate you being here. And thank you for having Providing um, us and our audience with the wealth of knowledge that you have provided and some giggles and sniggles along the way of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Got all that sniggling. Um, (laughs) Check your ass to bed. (laughs) (laughs) No, we had a great time. Thank you for for coming. And this actually wraps up our season. So, yeah. Yeah. We thank thank you guys guys. so much. Yes. We are so appreciative. Um, We're going to have. Fun. It has been fun. We're gonna have a treat for you guys. Like we're gonna take a little break, but we're gonna definitely drop like a little gem for you guys in between before we come back oh. for our second season. So be on the lookout for that. Um, yeah. Yep. Exciting stuff ahead. So we will see you guys with two bees in the trap, season yeah. two. Yeah. And it's gonna be better, brighter, back and better than ever, bitches. Yeah. Britney, bitch.